If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. It's a blustery, blustery cold day in New York City, and we're gonna warm you up with tons and tons of money. We're gonna burn money like Scrooge McDuck. Because it's Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. And as always, we're here to get you rich as quickly as possible with our brilliant schemes, financial thoughts and information. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, on return, all we ask is for 10%. 10% of any of the ideas that you hear, that you go out and use, we sit in our butts, generate ideas, you make them reality. You get 90%. 90% Sweet of deal. everything you make. Yeah. From our ideas, you just have to go out and do them. That's right. That's it. That's all it takes. How are you, Noel? Yeah, I'm pretty good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm doing well myself. Oh, yeah? I had a little bit of a, uh, a, a meltdown over financial uh, financial issue Okay. this week. I received my cable bill, which... Uh, <clears throat> Is an endless uh, uh, source of of anger. Yeah, I'm sure for me. Back in the day, when I was a younger man, any time they advertised a new uh, combo of cable, if you were already a customer, you couldn't get it. It was for new customers only. So I never bothered looking into changing my system, what I had in any way, shape, or form, to try to save money or anything like that, because I was told ages ago that you couldn't do it it was like either you get what you get and that's what you get and if you want to get rid of stuff get rid of stuff blah 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 so i went to return a box because we never used the box in our bedroom and uh saved like you know 20 bucks a month or whatever it was and i go to the guy and i go i'm here to return this box and he starts to hard sell me like nobody's business about getting this package in this package or that package in that package and i'm like well, I thought I couldn't do that. Oh, no, they changed the rules. You can do that whenever you want. I'm like, wow, that's kind of amazing whenever yeah. I want. So he's like, what if I told you I could save you $70 a month and you'd get to keep your second box? And I said, well, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, $70 a month and I get to keep my second box? We went through the whole rigmarole, signed me up, did the whole thing. It's been a nightmare ever since. I'm constantly getting overcharged. I'm constantly getting services taken away that were supposed to be part of the package that he and I discussed. And then they tell me that, no, that's not part of that package. So I've stuck with it because it's still been super cheap. Mm -hmm. But I got a bill today because some things ran out apparently that I didn't realize were running out. And now my cable bill was over two hundred dollars. Oh wow! This month, yeah. You know, I I haven't had cable in so long, and I a couple times have looked into getting it, and you can't find what your end price is going to be. They no. hide it. Yeah. Uh, and every time, as soon as I start looking into it, and then I start, well, how much was it really going to cost? And you can't find it out. I'm just like, oh, these guys are sketchy. Screw them. 
Yeah, it's incredibly sketchy. And we constantly are talking about, you know, again, we threaten each other, my wife and I, Deb. We threaten each other with the idea that we're going to cut the cord and we're going to become the Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime people. And the only thing we're going to get cable-wise is internet connection. Yeah. That's it. But I don't know. I'm an old school guy. I'm a little bit of a Luddite. And uh, it's hard for me to make those kind of commitments to change like that. But, you know, that being said, my anger is entirely towards media conglomerates, which is a funny, funny thing. That's right. Because that happens to be our topic today. Noel, what is our topic? Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Our topic is... Big media. That's right. And we have a guest today, Noel Deneen. Yes, we do. And it couldn't be a more pertinent guest when talking about big media, because we have with us today, Noel Deneen. Uh, Mr. Tom Tenney, captain of the ship known as Radio Free Brooklyn, in the house. That's right. How's it going, Tom? Captain. Admiral. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Are you co-admiral, or are you full-on admiral? Uh, well, you know what? I'm admirable. You are admirable. I am admirable. I'm an admirable admiral. Uh, my partner, Rob, is sort of the captain. I'm more the admiral. You're the Tunial. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I got it. Okay, so it's you and Rob. You run the show, but you're the you're kind of the guy behind you are you are you are uh, yeah you... i'm the i'm the guy who built the studio and sort of put everything together and uh rob's kind of the one who he pays for a lot of things right. that i cannot pay for so mm-hmm. that is uh, extremely helpful mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i pretty much i i pretty much run the studio on a, from a, on a day-to-day basis yeah so you run a small media company yes in the biggest media city in the world i do and it's quite an undertaking, I can imagine. It is. It's extremely, uh, it's extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, us being in the in the the uh, the media capital of the world is something that you would think would be sort of, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to West Virginia and start a radio station. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's those challenges that I think that. You know, when you can bring something unique to New York City, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel we've done with Radio Free Brooklyn, there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't gar- garner some attention and some listeners, which is what we've managed to do so far, and we're you know continuing to hopefully do throughout the next you know coming seasons. Mm-hmm. I agree. We are on Radio Free Brooklyn. You are, and uh, our listenership. We don't know what our listenership on Radio Free Brooklyn. Is. I imagine it's huge. It's, huge. it's, pre- it's, yeah. it's good. It, it 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 compares well to the others. Uh, we don't we don't share hard numbers with uh, with our our hosts mm-hmm. at the moment, only because we want to keep people in of, the dark. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, yes, and there's a, but there's a reason for keeping people in the dark is that once you in you probably have some experience with this maybe in other areas but once you start focusing on numbers and not on the show not on the content not on bringing you know a quality program to the airwaves or the internet as it were uh then we don't want people to lose focus in other words understandable our show is all about hard numbers though it is all about hard numbers known as dollar dollar bills that's right um so as a titan of media in New York City. 
this is my question. These are okay. I'm trying to think of the the best order for these questions because I have several questions because you are the first titan of media I've spoken to. Sure. Well, and can I say one thing first? Uh huh. If our listeners out there aren't convinced that just because Tom Tenney runs a media empire in New York City, the media capital of the world, you, you like great. So why does that get, make him an expert on media? Tom Tenney also uh, was a professor yep. of media studies. Correct. Uh, wrote a book on media studies. Yes. Well, I wrote a yeah. I wrote a book on building the radio station, and I also contributed to a book uh, that was an academic anthology of media studies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So both of those, uh, and hosted a festival. Yep. Multiple years, a uh, remix media festival. Yep. So and not well, not just that. I, I also worked at big media companies and big I, media. I worked in at Viacom for, for four years. Yeah, and I worked at Oxygen for seven years. Okay, wow. Yeah. So you 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 are responsible for some of those fine Oxygen films that I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's important to no, to note that at this point, Oxygen is no longer an independent media organization. It was bought in two thousand and seven mm-hmm. by. NBC Universal. Isn't that the point of most independent? Uh, uh, I'm not going to say you. Yeah. Um, but it seems to me, as with anything independent these days, the whole purpose of starting an independent anything, but particularly in media, games, anything along those lines, is to eventually get bought up yep. by some big conglomerate and then be able to sit back counting your money. It's it's become that way, I think. <clears throat> yeah, right. definitely. I mean... I think that when Oxygen started, they they certainly had high ideals. And Geraldine Laybourne, who was an executive in Nickelodeon and responsible for a lot of their programming and a lot of their success, came with these great ideas to start a network for women. Um, and uh, very, very idealistic. Uh, but nobody was really watching back then. But I don't think. Right. But I don't think that she really had a plan to to sell out. I think that she wanted to. And Geraldine, if you're listening, feel free to email me and correct me. <laughs> uh, but I think that they really wanted to make a go of it as an independent network. Right. But but this is what happened, and especially around the dot com era, is that it be- the whole point of, of a startup became to be uh, to be you know become acquired. And this, I think, was the re- was the reason that so many startups failed. Right. Is they started living way beyond um. their means. They didn't have any kind of uh, long term business plans they they just everything was very short term it's like we're going to do this and we're going to get bought out and as you say we're going to sit there counting our money so let me ask you in this day and age what qualifies uh, under the what under the mantle of media because i feel it's expanded drastically over years I, i i when i think of media i immediately think print television and uh uh radio Right, those are the three I always think of as media. Was, but there's yeah. obviously much more now with the advent uh, with internet stuff. Sure, and, and and I mean, still though, would would things like uh, uh, game companies be considered media? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, yep. Yep. so and then uh, uh, anything having to do with your smartphone that's an app is that considered media? Is that under the mantle of media? That's definitely as well? under the mantle of media. Yep. So a large conglomerate can really expand their their grip on everything by just buying up every little thing like this. But a small guy like you, yeah, right. How 
can you get a toehold in any way, shape, and form? Like, I I know what we're kind of working on now as Radio Free Brooklyn yeah. in, in an attempt to sort of get money in, uh, uh, garner new listenership, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I wonder, you know, again, coming from when I was a young guy and we would do like, you know, I was on a, a, a for one year did radio in the in college at the you know the shithole radio station, not the actual official college sure. radio station. And there was a lot of just sort of word of mouth stuff and handing out flyers and stickers. What's the equivalent now of that? I think the equivalent of that right now is exactly what we're doing. I think that there still are frontiers of media that, uh, I mean, I really expect that internet radio is going to take off in a way that we haven't quite yet seen. And uh, I have this whole theory that we're as we're such a visual culture that we're going to completely burn out on that. Um, I mean, if you walk down the street and you see these idiots walking down the street with just buried, you know, they're fit, they're literally like they're uh, smartphones two inches from their eyes. I mean, I think at that point, at this point, it becomes a process of natural selection, right? Those people just like they fall into holes, they get hit by cars, they, you know, <laughs> they were just, they're all gonna die off. Yeah, or I, we I mean, lure those idiots over to us. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I mean, you know, and the, but the thing is, is that that uh, you already we've seen the beginning of an audio kind of resurgence. Yeah, with podcasting. <clears throat> With uh, Serial did a huge, uh, you know, mm -hmm. gave a big boost to mm -hmm. audio uh, 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 media. But I think that there's something to live as well, and not to disparage you guys who don't do your show live, but you do it more in a podcast format, and then we play it on the radio. Mm -hmm. But I'm very interested in the liveness aspect of, of radio also. Uh, in that it's there, there's something that's immediate that you don't get when you are watching most other things or listening to most other things. Everything mm -hmm. is very packaged and niched now, yes. right? And so you do, you also don't have that uh, that sense of discovery mm -hmm. that you used to get with just flipping through the TV dial or flipping through the radio dial, right? Like, oh, what's this? You I agree with you on that to a to a degree. I guess my whole thing with that is though is now it 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 uh, so many people you have such a a broader spectrum of things to sort of find out there. Yeah, it's almost harder to find it. Yeah, in that the amount of time you have to spend looking for it. Right. Well, you know, when I was when you're 15, 16, 17 years old and you can focus on stuff like that yeah. for hours at a time where you can just like get lost in following the trail of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Internet and all and, and searching through those different things is, is it, if I was 16 now, I'd be in heaven. I mean, I'd never sleep. But I would be like, you know, I'd be the kid with the 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 sheet over my head and my yeah. computer under there, headphones in, listening to everything I could grab. Now it's just sort of like I'm like, oh god, I gotta go through this bullshit. Like I almost never, I don't even know how to go about but, finding but, new but music. That's, but that's but but that's what I mean. I mean, I think that yeah, I mean, teens might be you know really into that now, but I think that there is a sense of fatigue, right, uh, that you get uh, from that, and I think that. Uh, you know, we've just sort of niched ourselves to, to death mm -hmm. at, at this point. And uh, 
like, for example, Noel, you give me recommendations all the time for podcasts that I should listen to, right? Yeah. And so we'll be sitting in a bar, and I'll be like, oh, I got to listen to that, and I'll throw it, and you know, I'll be like, subscribe to it, and it'll be in my podcast queue. Well, I now have about 400 <laughs> podcasts in my podcast queue, and I've listened to maybe 10 of them. Of course, Get and, Rich Quick. With Justin yeah, just, Get Rich Quick, I listen to every... Well, I okay. listen to you guys on the network okay. whenever oh, whenever I can, because I like to support myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, um, oh, where was I going with this? But, yeah, so I just, you know, I have all of these things that kind of get thrown at me like you would love this listen to this listen to this and and I can't and right. and and I much prefer and maybe this is because I'm I'm old mm-hmm. uh, but I really prefer that the the sort of just kind of like listening to something and listening to what comes next right and a lot of times I will download a podcast because I've heard something on the radio like I'll hear a guest on NPR or something like that and they'll be like, oh, you can check out this person's podcast or or even read this person's book or whatever. And so that's how I discover a lot of my new media is by is by live listening. And so I think that this aspect of liveness is it has been, uh, you know, t- taking this downturn in the last couple decades. But I think that there's an opportunity for that to come back. Mm hmm. I, I don't I agree with you wholeheartedly and I think that's just I think that very much in in music especially yeah but I think in everything I think in everything um, you know I think one of the things that we kind of do here is we don't edit our show at all everything we do is in the minute so we try to capture that as as yeah. much as we can in that moment but I, I agree with you there's certain things that because we pre-record that we can't uh, you know discuss. Right, because it's like, oh, it's this is going to air in two weeks. Yeah, and, we can't and, really talk about news. Right, yeah. exactly. We can't talk yeah. about any news stuff. We can't talk about like you know, we'll reference holidays and stuff like that. But but for the most part, you know, yeah, talking about our uh, our vacation or something doesn't quite fit in if 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 it was you know three weeks prior. exactly because everything is offset by a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a live show every Wednesday and I get to talk about things that happen that day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you actually gave one time a suggestion for a topic for us to me, mm-hmm. which was uh, the fantasy sports. Oh yeah, which is imploding right now. Yes, and the reason I never went near it is because it's changing so quickly. Yeah, that if we record two or three weeks ahead, who knows where it'll be by the time it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you recorded live, I mean, you you would get you would be able to get the you'd be able to ride the crest of that wave if something was happening in that world at that moment. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. So I was thinking So one of the things that we do here on Get Rich Quick and you as a listener know this is we uh, uh, will throw out ideas to either help you as our guest get rich off of whatever it is that you're doing or pitch ideas and you as an expert can give us feedback on those okay. ideas. Yeah. So I have uh, a few today All to right. make up for the uh, disaster that was last week. <laughs> Josh where, didn't think he had enough uh, where, where last thankfully week. Noel Noel carried the show entirely. Thank you again for that Noel. Hey, but uh, you hey, know anytime Josh. I just wanna I want to put it out there that I appreciate you. I want the listeners to know that I'm aware of my deficiencies when I am deficient and I apologize and I want to come back stronger okay. than ever. All right. Um but so I was looking at the top grossing radio stations mm-hmm. in America. The top o- other than Radio Free Brooklyn. Other than Radio Free <laughs> Brooklyn. <Okay. clears throat> the top two in 
this country right now are Kiss FM Top 40 Radio in LA, okay, mm-hmm. 69.5 million dollars uh revenue yep. in 2014, followed by I think it's WPOT or WTOP in Washington DC which is all news. Okay. And that was 50.65 million dollars. So I thought why not combine the two? Yeah. <laughs> and have a pop news station where it's not oh we're doing pop music and the news. Yeah. It is the news set to pop music. It's a whole new format. <clears throat> yeah. I love it. Right. It combines the two biggest grossing. And if you look at the top 10, it's all, it's literally, it's no talk. Well, there's one, WFAN in New York, which is sports talk. I want to point out, I did not sign a non-disclosure <clears throat> agreement when I came in here. So uh, <laughs> There is no NDA. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, these, as, uh, we, as we always say, these pitches are... You take them and you run with them. If you're successful with them, we have it on recorded here, and you just got to tie this. Well, are you are you familiar with Auto Tune the News? I've heard of Auto Tune the News. So it's sort of a a similar idea, Mm -hmm. which is that uh, it's news clips that are turned into pop songs by using Auto Tune. That is that that works as well. I was thinking on a grander scale. As you get more successful, you can do that, but actually have pop pop tarts, pop stars. (laughs) Oh, that's another word idea. Yeah, (laughs) pop stars sing the actual news for you. So like Justin Bieber would be the guest one day, and he would do an hour. Where mm-hmm. he just sang the top stories of the day, just full out sang them, and you could, we could work. It would be live. It would be. Uh, we'd have a backing band, not unlike sort of the the slow jam of the news, but it wouldn't be that sort of talk business. It would be actual singing the news. And are you composing on the fly? <clears throat> we, or that you... may be a little more difficult, but I think that could be very interesting if you have the right writers behind yeah. it all. You know, coming right. from the world of improv, there's yeah. mm-hmm. a huge amount of musical improv, especially in New York. Right, so they uh, they probably work cheap. Well, exactly. That's what I was thinking. You could you could hire. Oh, that's a, that's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, everything the, we say is a great idea. Just, just just great. Wait, the, the interesting <laughs> thing was you said that with a note of surprise in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think that, but uh, but this is exactly what Radio Free Brooklyn is about. By the way, is is about innovating in this particular you know uh this in this particular medium mm-hmm. uh so i think i mean i get very excited when i hear ideas like this like if this got pitched to, to us as a show if some because we have an online forum where you can that you can fill out and pitch a show to us if that got pitched to us as a show we would grab it instantly okay right. there you go listeners yeah that's right you need to put together a band you need to uh, have some improvers. It's going to be, I, I know your studio, because we actually, you know, we're on the outside looking in a little bit. We don't actually use the studio, but your studio yep. is not that big. No. So to have like a, a at least a three-piece band. We've done it. Yeah. We, we, we have bands that, that perform regularly. I mean, not bands that perform regularly, but we regularly have bands that come in and perform. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, tight. It's and 135 then, square feet. It's a small studio. Yeah, that's that's a little on the small side, but it yeah. can work. So there yeah. you go. So if you guys get rich off of that, and that includes you, Mr. Tenny, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, you know, throw us our 10. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, 
We did not negotiate how uh, if if so if somebody gets riff, rich off of this show, yeah. uh-huh. do I get a cut of the ten? No, that, I don't. No, <laughs> no. Okay. no, 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 no. Right. You, we, we can talk about the uh, split of ad revenue. Okay, yeah. As, uh, you know, as the, the, you got to remember that as people get more successful, as I should say, as more and more people take our ideas and get successful, yeah. word of mouth starts to spread. Obviously, lots of big media coverage. Uh, of us and our ideas and the people. Any that day. means more hits on Radio Free Brooklyn, yeah, lots of free exactly. advertising, which then means uh, ad revenue. Yeah. So, you know. Across we, all your shows. <clears throat> across all your shows. Sure. Right. Because people listen to us. We'll tell them they'll get rich listening to, you know, Rachel Cleary's show. Yeah. Uh, here and now, which follows us directly on, on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then they get hits and you get your ad revenue. So in a way, it's a trickle down. We're, we're very Reagan-esque here. It's a whole trickle down economic yeah. situation. Sure. OK. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just fine. We'll talk. After. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing about those markets, though, that you were saying, what probably makes them so big is that they're both big commuter cities. And so people are trapped in their cars for huge amounts of time. Yeah, and and you know one thing I was going to say about that too, especially with the news. I mean, I think that 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 the fact that one of the t- top two radio stations in the country is a news network, tell, you know, speaks to this liveness aspect that I think is really important uh, in radio, especially, right? Because people want to listen to something that is that is immediate, that is happening now. They want to know if they're in their cars, where the traffic is, when's the storm going to hit, you know, all of these kinds of things. Um, the KISS FM thing, I mean, I, I can't really speak to that, but I think that that's probably, you know, part of that clear channel package where they don't even actually have people in the studio. It's just, you know, it's run by a computer. Um yeah, they're one of the big ones. I don't know if I don't know uh, uh, offhand if they're like iHeart Radio or, yeah. but yeah, they're yeah. owned by one of those enormous. Can go, but look, right. it, as Noel says, it's it's a combination of things. One, they're top forty, which is all that the yeah. bulk of humanity listens to anymore. Sure. Yep. they're in you know a huge market right. of Los Angeles. People are stuck in their cars, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, for hours at a time. On basic commute time, yeah. so it's like they can charge ridiculous. Well, ad- I mean, and this is why I, I think that if you want to get rich, and this doesn't just apply to media, but if you want to get rich quick on anything, I mean, don't necessarily look at the people who have already gotten rich quick because those are the people you're going to be competing with. Yeah, figure mm. out how to do something else. Mm. You know, figure out how to do something that's a little bit more interesting. How do you siphon? And your business model does not have to be that you're making sixty-five billion dollars a year or whatever it is. It can be you're seventy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's>, <laughs> High sixty five, go higher. No, no, I, I, no, but I'm you know you can you can scale that to whatever it is you know to whatever kind of organization that you're you're comfortable or that you want to build, right? I mean, I don't I don't want to build something that is, uh, you know, is going to compete with Clear Channel because a it will never happen, right? Uh, but b why would I even want to climb that hill? You know what I mean? When there's a perfectly good hill over there, I can climb. Yeah, you know, uh, and on that note of not necessarily competing with what's already the most successful. You know, you guys did a move that in this day and age, a lot of people would uh, look at as in the age of YouTube and streaming video everywhere. A lot of people would be like an internet radio station. That's bananas. Yeah. Radio's dead. It's all podcasts. It's all whatever else, you know? Yeah. But you guys did it and you move forward and now you are the Titans you are. Uh, so 
if you want to look at in that regard, another way for you or listeners to go out there, make more money than you could possibly count, would take other technologies that people are writing off right now and, you know, make that your focus. So, yeah. For instance, you could have uh, Telegraph Free Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 Zip drive free Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have internet Ooh. smoke signals. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. I like telegraph free Brooklyn. I think you know in in the in you know in Brooklyn with the sort of hipster analog uh, aesthetic that's that's consistently going on there. Yeah, you know with the plastic cameras and the uh, you know verging on steampunk at times uh, uh, aesthetic that. If you could figure out some kind of uh, telegraph system that people could use in the modern era, even if it's just learning it and doing it on an app on your phone to other people's phones, mm-hmm. you could make a that's a fortune right there. Or if you could make those vacuum tubes in yeah. Ooh, yeah, and just yeah. shoot them all around Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and I, and I have I have to say, you know sort of say at this point that. In a lot of ways, internet radio isn't radio. I mean, if you consider a medium being not just uh, sort of the um, you know the, the the content, but also how people listen to it yeah. and and sort of the, the 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 equipment that they use. I mean, it, when I was a kid listening to the radio, you could go buy for probably three dollars at the five and ten. You could buy a transistor right. radio, right? And it was like size of a cigarette pack. And you would carry it around with you mm-hmm. and you would listen to, you know, your favorite radio station, whatever that was. It didn't cost you anything. And and in fact, that was, you know, that was sort of how they got radio out into the public initially as they started, you know, giving away radios so that, it, you know, they could they could then, you know, the advertising could then be carried to people for free. Mm-hmm. But so the medium the medium is not radio. It's it's audio content on the Internet. Yeah. Right. You know, and now and there is a digital divide and it's not something that everybody, you know, with three dollars and a five and dime on the corner can can do. Right. You know, so it's important to to re- understand that that like smartphone. I mean, it's it's a bit elitist. You know, I have to say, in a way, you know, not everybody has a smartphone. Some people still have flip phones, mm-hmm. and they can't enjoy Radio Free Brooklyn if they don't have a computer. Right. You they know, don't have a computer or don't have inter- full internet or full access. In- yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So right. That's how you keep yeah. the riffraff out then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who needs them? Who needs uh, those people anyway? They're not adding anything to the bottom line. So, <laughs> no. hey, everyone right. can probably at this point. Dream. Yeah, but 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 that's the old also the old model of advertising, right? Which we are not doing. We are not. We are commercial free network, and we're going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, our challenge, one of our challenges, is to now figure out how do we create revenue streams around this. And so, what are you doing in in terms of that? If you're, I didn't realize that we were never going to be an ad. Uh, we were going to be ad free the entire time. I it's no gonna, idea. it's gonna be. I mean, the the idea is the way that sort of you know when when movie theaters started becoming, uh, uh, you know, when they when they sort of broke up that that monopoly, um, movie theaters started they do, couldn't make any money, so they had to figure out how they were gonna make money by showing these films and so what did they do they came up with popcorn Mm -hmm. right so the challenge now is to to figure out what what is what is the popcorn what is the popcorn of internet radio what is the popcorn of the internet for that matter 
Uh, porn, right? But yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, you, it's you know pop what? Porn. Yeah. You, you know what? It is. It is porn for for uh, for the internet at large. Yeah. Uh, but for audio content, it's got to be something. Although our show. The Porno Gym Show does really, really well. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> even though it's not a visual medium, uh-huh. people will still tune in. You just have to put porn in the title. Uh, and Intellectuals love talking about sex. It makes it seem much yeah. more artistic. Right, right. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, you, you, if you couch pornography or sex in an artistic framework yeah. or a thoughtful framework, people flock to it. Yeah. yeah. Flock to it. So, I mean, to answer your question about, you know, how does this, you know, what what is this, you know, how how do we do that now? You know, what are the revenue streams? Um, There's a lot of different things that we're exploring. And one of the things that we're focusing on is partnerships, right? So we have a partnership with a company called Lit Riot Press, which is a small publisher based in Brooklyn. And we're going to be publishing, partnering with them and with local bands to produce published chapbooks of their you know, uh, for, for their bands. So it'd be like, you know, their notebook writings, their lyrics, you know, whatever the band decides to put into a book that they can sell for five bucks at their merch table. And we can, you know, we can do a profit share on that. So it's those types of things that we're working on now. Yeah. And you have a Patreon page. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. And we, and, and we do, we were going to go listener, you know, part, partly listener supported model like WFMU or other free form stations, but we don't want to annoy people all day, with these, you know, long pledge drives. So we're, I was going to say, so there's not going to be an uh, a RFB week long pledge week or something. The, like no, that? no, no, not 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 in the in the foreseeable future. Anyway, I can't promise that that won't ever come. I kind of hope it does. I have it, to, it doesn't make sense for us right now. I really want to do the. At some point, I want to be the guy sitting there going, you know, and if you pledge, the more you pledge, the sooner we stop badgering you about pledging. Be that guy. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that that's one of the things I really hate about public. Radio and about uh-huh. listener-supported radio is that it annoys the, the living f out of yeah. me, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that even when I send my pledge, they don't stop. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like they give me a secret place to tune in uh-huh. where they're not going to bother me. So you know, yeah. Uh, so I guess about this time, we've got a different way to annoy you, Tom, and that is <laughs> uh, every week we have a topic and we explore ways to get rich with that topic, but we also take. A minute of your time, and we look at another way for you to get fabulously, fabulously wealthy. So you can listen to that while you're on the toilet, if you're in an elevator, you're waiting for a bus, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, And then you come back later, listen to the rest of the show, and learn how to make more millions. So take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Jamie Keaton is just your average guy, but when you touch him, that's another story. I can stick things to my body with no clue. About 16 years ago, Jamie was at a baseball game and he needed to cool off. He placed a cold drink to his head. And uh, they hit a home run near me. I jumped up to try to grab it as I was cooling my head down with a can. And all of a sudden I started looking around, where's my can? It was stuck in my head. He discovered that he had a rare skin condition that causes objects to suck to his body. He's turned it into a business, calling himself Canhead. Nightclubs and bars pay him to entertain their customers. So this guy makes $1,000 a day 
sticking shit to his body. Yeah, up to $3,000 for a weekend. Yes, that is correct. He has a rare skin disease. He is one of, it's not a disease, I would say. I no. mean, I guess it's a disease because it's different. The body is not at ease. But it, it is, he is one of apparently four people in the world that has this. And his body temperature, natural body temperature is a bit higher. It runs at about 100 degrees. But what it does is his skin literally sucks oxygen in. So when you put something on, it actually is just sucking it in and it holds on to his, his flesh. Wherever on his body, you can do it on his hand, on his head. And so if he takes something that's got a concave bottom like a can or a bottle and just puts it on there, it'll just stick. And there are photos of him, and we'll, this will be up on our Facebook page with a little link to the video, of him walking around like some weird energy drink porcupine with these long cans sticking out of his head. It's completely nuts. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, that's crazy. But I, I think the lesson for our listeners out there that no matter what your issues are, <laughs> whether you have some kind of disease, whether you are crippled in some manner. Horrible ha- rash. Horrible rash. You turn that around in your favor and you can find someone out there who's going to pay you $1,000 a day to entertain their customers. That's crazy. Except I did hear about this guy. I heard that his, his wife left him, though. She said he was getting a little too clingy. Oh, waka, waka. Tom, Teddy. Pulling that one out. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, a lot of our tips aren't necessarily for everyone, but there are three other people in the world that this tip is great for. It really it really is, yeah. yeah. And I wonder if they've figured out how to monetize it like he has. Probably not. Usually people like this are, uh, you know, you hear about these kind of weird things and they're, they're just, you know, in places like deep, dark India and no one knows what to do with them. Yeah. But this guy, because he's in Chicago, he said, I can make money from it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I have a couple more pitches for you. Okay, here, great. Tom. Lay them on so, me. What, one is, I think, for you... Now that I know that we're not going to be an ad uh, generating or ad revenue based uh, 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 radio station, this is kind of even more appropriate. I had been wondering, what about how can you work multi-level marketing in mm-hmm. to radio? And it's very difficult to do, but apparently... You can do single-level marketing, and it's becoming very popular. There is a uh, radio station called Get Rich Radio. Oh, wow. That pays people to listen to their radio station. What? You get paid, and as you refer people, they get paid, and then you, as the person that refers them, also gets paid more. (laughs) The way it works is now this particular station, it's it's run by some, uh, 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 you know, get rich guy, some hypnotist who, you know, charges $60,000 an hour for people to uh, learn his special ways for you to become successful and change your life. So it's one of these kind of radio stations where it's all about uh, life changing experiences. Right. Um, So you can basically turn it on and you have an account. You log in, you register, you register, you log in, you have your account. For every hour that you are on, you will earn, I think it's, uh, sorry, let me get to this here. It's uh, 50 scholarship dollars. 
<laughs> pays you scholarship dollars. Now you can use those scholarship dollars um for uh taking lessons on the on online with uh-huh. this guy, things of that nature, or it will eventually turn over to cash once you hit a certain amount of scholarship dollars. Each f- 50 scholarship dollars is the equivalent of 1 cent US dollars cash. <laughs> okay? And you get paid that for 1 hour? For 1 hour. A penny okay? an hour? A wow. penny an hour. But just I for... can make more just walking down the street and looking down and well, finding but... You know. But essentially, that's what you're doing, though, if you think about yeah. it, because you're just leaving this station on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can turn the volume down. You can walk away. But the station is on. Right. 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 Um, so the way they, they it's broken down here. If you listen to the radio program 24 hours per day, you'll earn 24 cents. 24 hours a day for a week, $1.68. During the year, that's eighty-seven thirty-six. If you refer 10 people who do the exact same thing, you get an extra 50 scholarship dollars per hour per person. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they all listen twenty four hours a day. Well, now you're up to like eight hundred seventy five dollars for the year. Okay, right. If you refer a hundred listeners, you're at to up to eighty eight thousand seven hundred fifty listeners uh, dollars per year. And if you refer a thousand listeners, that's almost ninety thousand dollars a year, eighty seven five. All right. And so it works basically like Tupperware, mm-hmm. like sure. you know Herbalife, any of those things. And I'd like to add on there too. Then, if you if you refer a million users, that's eighty seven million dollars a year. Boom, <laughs> boom. So uh, that's something to think about for you guys who have yeah. that kind of network, that kind of social network. So I was thinking, well, then how can Radio Free Brooklyn do this, right? And so I was thinking, well, okay, you can do Brooklyn Bucks, right? And it works because you can use those Brooklyn Bucks either at affiliates. Right, each Brooklyn buck, you earn whatever a Brooklyn buck for every two hours that you listen, for every full show that you listen, right? Yeah, which will be an hour or two hours. You can then use that Brooklyn buck to uh, either support the station right back into it, pump it right back into it in some fashion, right? Or it's the equivalent of 10 real dollars or 10 real cents Mm -hmm. that you can amass and then use it affiliates, right? You can then, if they want to bump it up, they can buy a membership into Radio Free Brooklyn, which this guy also offers, and they can, we need to think of perks that they get as a membership. I haven't gone that deeply into it, (laughs) but it's got some legs. Right, but so this guy, though, he clearly has a plan for these this listenership turning into revenue for himself. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. And so, you know, and I'm guessing he sells seminars or yep. something of that nature. Well, you can buy with his thing. So this is the thing. He, You can buy a premium membership, yeah. right? You can do it this way. Or you can buy a premium membership, which is, I think, uh, $100 a month or something like that. Um, and with that... You will get uh, individual classes with him uh, over the phone or Skype um, once a month. Um, he will be that, that teaches you how to, you know, create your own how to be scheme. How to, yeah. like, well, <laughs> basically, how to. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. it's uh, it's, uh, it's uh, we talked about this, and suddenly, as with everything, I forget things. Words fly out of my mouth. But he's uh, like a Tony Robbins kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, what are those people called? Come on. 
a, Come on. No, help me out here. Guru. A Not a guru. guru. Not a get rich guru. He's a he's a self-help guy. Okay. That's what he does. That's his whole thing. So whatever it is, whether you're having issues with money, whether you're having issues with starting a business, whether you're having issues with self-esteem, they don't care. They can do it all because as we've discussed with these self-help guys, they uh just all offer the same thing and just give it a different name. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um so that that was an idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, but see, we're not, we don't have something that we're trying to sell like that. That's, you know, that's the problem is that, is that we don't, I, I don't, I don't see the benefit for it unless it was just like this guy, just, you know, like the guy in Citizen Kane, and I can't remember the actor's name. The, he's, he was Kane's general manager. He said something to the effect of like, there's no trick to making a lot of money if all you want to do is make a lot of money, right? And that I realize this is the premise of your show is making a lot of money. So I want to, you know, I'm, I'm going to tread carefully here. Please do. But that's not that is not why Radio Free Brooklyn came into existence. We came into existence in order to bring uh, the voices and the diversity and the uh, the artists that once used to have homes uh, throughout New York City and various storefronts and who no longer do because of real estate and other you know uh, uh you know for other reasons as well but we wanted to give them a voice and we want we want good quality creative programming and it's not about uh pyramid schemes you know it's not about just making a dollar if again if we wanted to just make a dollar i would not be doing this particular thing right now and i'm sorry <laughs> i may have just disqualified myself as a guest on your show <laughs> If you want me to leave, let me know. Get out of here. It's too late. We're 45 minutes in. We got a whole show That's in the right. can. Are basically. we really? Oh, we oh, can't, yeah, yeah. We can't kick you okay. out. That's All not right. possible. Right. Um, okay. You know, okay, so this may not necessarily be for you then, but for any of our <laughs> listeners out there that uh, want more people to watch their YouTube video channel or to listen to their internet radio station, everyone knows the world the media world in particular is in a race to get to the bottom of the barrel yeah so don't race just start at the bottom of the barrel yeah um and i've come up with a couple things of which i think are the bottom of the barrel so for internet radio it might be something like uh sexy fart talk uh-huh um <laughs> i'd love to hear an example of sexy fart talk is it talking about farts or farting while talking sexy. Yeah, farting while talking sexy. <laughs> I like yeah. that. <laughs> um, and uh, if you've got a YouTube video channel that you're trying to attract you know, views of so you can get some of that revenue, um, claymation snuff films, <laughs> but not clay, everything's made out of poop. <laughs> uh, and I have question, 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 print. So <laughs> something for print too. I figured. We I like could... the poop idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. Poop and uh, yeah. Film? I mean, no. Yeah. You if you did that, like, you would probably you may make a million dollars. That's right, yeah. listeners. Who yeah. out there is not afraid to get their hands dirty? Yeah, and and you know, I mean, that's that's not even necessarily the bottom of the barrel. I think that that's you know that's a good a good quality idea that uh, you know that you're throwing out there to the universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, great. Then. Clearly, you need to rethink if you're not bottom of the barrel yet. I mean, if you want to start at the bottom of the barrel, you got to get down there. But I think the snuff idea is pretty bottom of the barrel. It loses, it does lose some of the uh, bottom of the barrelness of it, though, because it's 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 animated. 
Yeah, but it's animated out of poop. I know, but that makes it extra Oh, wait, special. it was animated poop snuff films? Yeah. Oh, I missed the snuff part. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it is the bottom of the barrel. Okay, all right, yeah. Made out of poop. Yeah. Of snuff films. Of snuff films, okay. So poop people having sex and then killing one of them. Do they have to have sex to be snuff? I don't know. Usually... No, 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 they just have to be killed, I thought. Well, if that's the case, it, that yeah, it works. I'm okay. with it. I'm with it. I always just think of snuff films as as it's porn and then someone gets killed. That's how I always think of a snuff film. That's in my head. All right. Well, we're talking about <laughs> dragging it all down. How how that came about. Um, so uh, by now you're probably filled with so much money knowledge that you're going to be just wondering, great, now what am I going to do with all this money? How am I going to spend it? Well, use this as an inspiration of ways to spend your money, throw it in other people's faces, you can, uh, if you haven't made that money yet, use this inspiration. Get off the couch. Go out there and make that money. So, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Take it away. Spend that money! <laughs> it's called the Dream Doghouse, and it costs $30,000 to build. Built by Samsung in the UK, they're calling it the dog kennel of the future. It starts with natural curved shapes for a modern exterior. Then comes the dog-sized treadmill covered in soft AstroTurf to mimic real-life walks. And, okay, this hydrotherapy pool is actually pretty cute. Decor is so important. Thankfully, this designer interior with paw and bone prints and dog photo wallpaper does the trick. And best of all, a paw-operated automatic feeder. Because once a dog realizes it can get treats whenever it wants, there's no way it'll abuse that privilege. And, oh right, a Samsung tablet so Spot can catch up on House of Cards Season 3. Yeah, there's a Samsung tablet in there that the dog can pat with its paw and then do whatever dogs do with tablets, which with my dog is just be really fucking annoying and knock it out of my hand while yeah. I'm trying to use it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just want to throw out there Samsung. Um, uh, there is a great Instagram, uh, Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador on Instagram.com. He's got several followers. Maybe you may want to send me him one of those uh fine thirty thousand dollar dog kennels yeah um for herschel to test and have photos thrown up on instagram that's right for him um so yeah you got the money you're rich from all these great ideas not you of course because you're not in it hey for that. no i mean but <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking maybe i could make a deal with herschel to have radio free brooklyn installed in those houses <laughs> there you go and, uh, <laughs> and this is this is actually another idea that we've had is to talk to local hotels who are really all about brooklyn right uh -huh. you know that are not parts of big chains and have them have radio free brooklyn as part of the entertainment you know selection oh yeah very interesting because yeah, yeah it can stream obviously over the television yeah it, it would, yep. would not be an issue with that right it's it's yeah it's very different and they could also be playing it uh through their sound systems yep. in the lobbies in the restaurants etc etc yep, exactly yeah you know i i have one mm -hmm. other thing about uh how to get rich with media and it, it's a little off of media it's a kind of a tertiary uh piece here but and I'm going to leave the name of the company out, and I'll explain to you why in a minute. But I was looking at something, and one of the things I was looking at, it was, oh, there's these radio station awards. Uh, you can, you know, so I was looking at that thinking I could tell you, oh, make sure you, you're in the pool for this thing. Yeah. So I went to it, and it was a company that was doing radio awards, uh, television awards, 
all sorts of advertising awards all over the world mm-hmm. for all different types of advertising. And uh, But in order to be in the running, to even be considered, you had to pay 400 bucks yeah. for each two-minute <clears throat> clip that you send them. Right. Extra 50 bucks if it's on a DVD. Yeah. Um, and then, basically, the rest of their website was, here's how to look up winners, and you can look them up, and for each winner... Uh, there was a way to order your prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get a certificate for $109. <laughs> yeah. You could get a wall plaque for $185, <laughs> or you could get yeah. a like a silver bowl for $400 for anyone who was associated with these projects that won yeah. this money. Uh, and the reason I'm not going to give this company's name is because then I looked it's around a little they're, more. They're criminals? No. <laughs> Everyone's doing this. Yeah. All these award things it, are doing this. It's a racket. It really is. It really is a racket. Not just awards, but festivals too. I mean, festivals do this. They have, you know, you can submit your thing for two hundred dollars, and uh, you know, and and you you may or may not get into the festival. Um, and to really save money, what they do is they'll it'll be a, an online festival. Mm-hmm. So so once they've collected all your money, they'll make a random selection of a bunch of crap, throw it online, say, hey, you're in the festival. Yeah. You know, and then maybe so, try to sell you a certificate. It's a racket. What can I tell you? Yeah. And it's out there yeah. for you guys. You know what else you could submit? That's right. Speaking of awards, even. Yes. Um, w- this is the last week of our contest. It is. Um, we want you to send in your photos. Send in your ideas for uh, photos of what, Noel? Of your get rich quick P jar. So if you're too busy to get up, go to the bathroom, because you're just sitting there making money, counting money, you need a P jar. Uh, and if you really want that P jar to have clout as a status symbol, it needs to be a get rich quick with Josh and Noel P jar. Uh, and the way you can get that is by sending us tweets of your homemade P jar. And we will send you stickers to make it official. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tweet us at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at uh, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can go on our Facebook page, <laughs> Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. So it's a two part contest or two different contests, two really. Different contests. One is you send us photos of your P jars, and we will, if you send us photos of your P jar, you're getting stickers. You're getting stickers. You're getting stickers to slap on that P jar to make an official get rich quick with Josh and Noel P jar. The other one, the kind of bigger one in my mind, is you send us ideas for topics and or rules with which to get wealthy by. If we like one, or if the, the ones that we like the most, we'll get an official Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel half-gallon mustard or mayonnaise pea jar slathered with our stickers all over it. That's right. So, uh... It's that time, Noel? Yeah. And, and let me just add, too, that this is the last week that we're going to be announcing it. We right. do record a couple weeks in advance, so it will be a couple weeks until we find out anything about a winner. That's right. Uh, and in the meantime, if you just want to go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, always you can subscribe. do that. Or Stitcher, or whatever your uh, mode of listening is. Reviews and comments are always appreciated. You can, of course, always listen to us first every Saturday at 5 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, on the interweb, mm-hmm. which is radiofreebrooklyn.com. That's right. Uh, so we are running a little late, but we will now get to 
are rules called from the internet to judge our schemes by. Today's rules know will come from Rules of Money, How to Make It and How to Hold On to It by Richard Templar. Yeah, sounds good. The Knights of the Templar, yeah. I believe. Uh, rule number one, anybody can be wealthy. You just need to apply yourself. Well, Tom Tenney applied himself. He did, and he doesn't want to be wealthy, but whether he wants to or not, he's yeah. going to be. It's just a feeling that I have. Um, two, set your objectives. Yeah. Yeah. He wants he made his objectives very clear yeah. on what he wants for his radio radio station to be and be about. 3. Keep it under your hat. Well, Tom's sitting here wearing a hat right now. Wearing a hat. It's all <laughs> under that hat. Uh and finally, calculate the net return if you see money as the solution, you'll become the problem. I think Mr. Uh, Tenney was uh very clear that that's yeah, what he believed. He's going to shun advertising. Uh-huh. Money is not the solution, and therefore he is not the problem. Four for four. That's right. Getting rich on media with Get Rich Quick. Uh, so once again, for Josh. And Noel. And Tom Tenney. And me. <laughs> Tom Tenney. Don't spend all and yeah. don't spend all that knowledge in yeah, one place. Don't spend all that knowledge in one place, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.